Hey there, friends. I have something really exciting to share, and of course, I'm going to come to you with it first. As faithful listeners here to the Inventory Genius Podcast, I am thrilled to let you know that I am releasing my first full-length book, The Inventory Genius, How to Use Your Inventory to Create More Profit and Keep More Cash. Yes, my book, The Inventory Genius. It is ready to release, and I want to invite you to get your own copy. Now, this book is, of course, going to be practical as it shows us and walks us through how to use our inventory to create more profit and keep more cash in our business, but it's also a little entertaining. So in this book, I weave together my journey, my story, and the story of many of my clients as we discovered through the Inventory Genius Method how to create more profit and keep more cash in our businesses, whether it is paying down debt or taking a paycheck for the first time, there is so much to be learned in the Inventory Genius. So I want you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, and grab your copy of the Inventory Genius. You don't want to miss this book. See you soon. Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra. I am a profit strategist and inventory genius, and I cannot wait to help you become an inventory genius as well, because it's time for us to use your inventory to create more profit and keep more cash. Today, we are going to be talking about something I am so thrilled to chat with you on, because I think every single one of us, no matter the size, the location, the type, the style of our business, we all run into this. Every single one of us runs into this. And that is, what do we do when we have business copycats? So I can't wait to dive in. I have some awesome things to share with you today. Let's go ahead and get started. So we all know what it's like to bust our butt, to do our best, to show up every day, to work so hard in our business, and then to turn around and see that someone is nipping at our heels, copying our idea, our brand, our concept, looking to take the same customers that we have or copy the inventory brands or styles. We have all faced this and it's not fun. And when we talk to our friends and our family, when we talk to other business owners, what do we always hear? They say to us, copying is the best form of flattery. You know, just look at it like this. Your brand is so amazing. You're doing so great at business that why wouldn't someone want to copy what you're doing? Just look at it as flattery. Well, I want to tell you, no, (laughs) like you do not have to buy into this. There's many things in small business that I just have a really strong opinion about. Um, You've heard me say this about other things like Um, We don't have to be losing money in our business for the first five years. We don't have to expect to work for free. Like these are all things that I don't know who made them up and said we had to buy into this, but I just want to be here to say, absolutely no, you don't have to buy into this. And the same goes for this idea that we just need to sit back and look at what people are doing when they copy us. And we just need to remember that because we're so amazing, We should look at it like flattery that someone wants to be just like us. 
I want to give you instead three different ways of thinking about copying. And all of these are going to be forcing you to look at what's going on in your own business and to double down on what you're doing in your business instead of being distracted by what someone else might be trying to do with your business or your brand. Number one is going to be focusing on the right things. And I have three of those right things for you to focus on that I promise will make a difference when someone's trying to copy you. Number two, staying 10 steps ahead. I'm going to share with you how you can do that. And number three, not handing someone else the keys. Okay, so let's dive in. All right, so we've all had this happen. I have had it many, many times. Um, I want to share with you a story of the first, um, one of the first coaching clients I had, if you will, um, one of my franchisees. So she had a business. Um, she had franchised my retail concept. And so she had her own business. And she came to me very upset because someone else in the community seemed to be copying what she was doing. So um, maybe copying, you know, the marketing that she did or the price points. I can't remember what this uh, their boutique was copying, but she was just so frustrated. And I said, you know, don't worry about it. Like, keep your head down, do what you know you need to do, focus on your business and it'll be fine. You'll win. And she came back again. Sierra, I'm just so, you know, it's just so distracting because they're doing the same advertising or marketing or whatever the, the list of things that she gave me. And I gave her the same advice. Keep your head down, focus on your own business, and it'll work itself out. Now, I should have gone a little deeper with her. And that's what I want to do for you. We get so distracted when we look around us and we see other people copying us. We've worked so hard. We've been the first to market in our community or, you know, we were the one with that idea or we were the one with the tagline or we were the ones who first brought those vendors in. And it becomes this massive distraction for us in our business. And so here's what I want you to focus on. So when I told her, focus on your own business, these are the three things I want to tell you to focus on when it comes to focusing on your own business. Number one, your customer. Okay, there's a, um, there's a, a saying uh, let's see if I have it. Hang on. Give me, give me one second. I want to run over and get this quote for you. So it's going to be quiet here for just a minute. I'll be right back. Just a second. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> Similar to being on a coaching call with me, um, I have these things that come to mind and I was going to bring this um, to my podcast episode ahead of time and I forgot to grab this quote, but I cut this out of Entrepreneur Magazine years ago. I love it. And this is actually Jeff Bezos said this. So love him, hate him, love Amazon, hate Amazon, whatever. The quote is good. And it gives um, some really thought provoking um, words for us to, to mull over today. Okay. Here's what he said. Fear customers, not competitors. Don't be afraid of our competitors because they're never going to send us money, Bezos once told his team. Be afraid of our customers because those are the folks who have the money. In other words, focus your worry where it really matters. I cut this out. It's crumpled up, ripped up. I've had it taped and I've moved several times and it's come with me and all those moves because I, I want to keep this friend of mind, right? When someone else arises in our industry and starts to copy some of what we're doing, it's so easy for us to lose focus on what really matters and to get distracted by what that competitor is doing. But that serves no purpose. So focusing on the right things. Number one, your customer. 
Who cares what your competitor is doing? You need to know and you need to care about what your customer is doing. Are they shopping with you? Why are they shopping with you? What do they love about what you do? How can you service them better? Because the customer has the money. The customer has the wallet. The competitor will never give you a penny. So why even care what they're doing, what they're saying, what they're thinking? Leave that distraction behind you and focus on the customer. Number two, focus on your profits. We talk about this all the time. Here's the thing. I hear this all the time, every week, multiple, multiple times a week. I hear this, whether it be in my Facebook group or with a client I have, or as I'm, you know, going from store to store, traveling around the country, I hear it multiple times a week, Sierra. I can't increase my pricing because the boutique down the street charges less. Sierra, I can't charge that for my service because the business down the street charges less than me and my customers will blah, blah, blah. People will think blah, 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 right? We can't charge more. Here's the thing. You have no idea what your competitor's numbers look like. And most likely, I'd venture to say they're not pretty. Okay, because you are working on your numbers. And for a lot of you, this has been, you know, a revelation in the last several months or several weeks or maybe over the last couple of years. And, you know, you didn't used to pay attention to the right thing. So chances are your competitor has no regard for what's happening with profitability. They're just marching towards the top line revenue and or are chasing the sales. So you need to stop being distracted with what they're doing, copying you. And focus on your profitability, because when you have profit, you will survive whatever the competitor does. Okay, so focus on your customer, focus on your profit. And number third, focus on your balance sheet. I did an episode a couple of weeks ago about your balance sheet and why having a strong balance sheet will help you weather any storm. Go back and listen to that again if you need to focus on your balance sheet. Is my cash growing? Are my assets recorded properly? Do I have little to no debt? Am I eliminating my debt? Am I putting myself in a good position so that competitors can copy all they want? But I know my customers and I know I'm profitable and I know my balance sheet is so strong it can weather any storm. Number one, focus on the right things and those three points underneath it. Okay, number two, I want you to think about this. When you are distracted with noticing that someone is copying you, I want you to stay 10 steps. Think about staying 10 steps ahead of them. What happens in a race when we are ahead of our competitor and we look behind us? What happens? What happens? I, you can tell I'm passionate about this, y'all. I'm so passionate. What happens? We slow down. We slow down. We trip. We run into things. That is when our competitor will pass us up. So if you are feeling like someone is copying what you're doing, if a competitor is taking advantage, if a competitor is overcoming you, do not look behind you. I want you to look ahead of you. There was a really awesome photo. I need to print this out and put it on my board alongside that um, quote that I just read to you all. But um, Michael Phelps, you saw, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this. Michael Phelps in the Olympics um, quite a while ago. There's a picture of him focused on the wall and his competitors next to him, just an, a fraction of a second behind him. And he's looking at Michael Phelps, but Michael Phelps is looking at the wall. That's what I want you to do. I want you to look straight ahead of you and stay 10 steps ahead of your competition. 
Do not slow down and look behind you because you will slow down, you will trip, you will fall, you will get overtaken. Stay 10 steps ahead. So how can we do this? Again, thinking about your customer. Who is my customer? Maybe my customers evolved. I know my customers evolved in my coaching and consulting business, who I worked with at the very beginning when I launched this coaching consulting business is a little bit different than the client I have today because our, our businesses evolve and they grow, we move, we expand, we learn things, right? So the customer that you had when you opened 10 years ago might be a very different customer than you have now. Have you done an avatar exercise recently? Have you dug deep to see like why that customer is shopping with you, what they really want, who they really are, what problems you're really solving for them? So stay 10 steps ahead because I'm pretty sure your competition, if they're copying you, has no idea who your customer truly is. So stay ahead of them, look straight ahead, focus on your customer. Number two, your reputation, okay? Your reputation. So how are you known in the community? Are you above board in your business dealings? Do people know that you truly care about them as clients? This is, again, something that a competitor can't copy. They can't copy who you are and how you are with people and how you're known. They can copy outward things, how you mark your product, what you purchase, the color you paint your walls, where you do you spend your marketing. Yes, they can copy those things. They cannot copy you and you are your secret sauce. Number three, stay 10 steps ahead with your brand. If there's something that you're known for, speak it loud and speak it often so that when somebody hears that, even if someone else says, oh, I heard that over there, but Sierra is the first one to say it, okay? Create more profit and keep more cash. You hear me saying that all the time. Cash on hangers, cash in boxes. You hear me saying that all the time. Profit strategist, you hear me saying that all the time. Inventory genius, you hear me saying that all the time. Those are things that are unique to the way that I coach and consult. Someone else could say those things eventually, but I want people to know that Sierra is the first one to have said them or articulated those words in that way, right? So your brand, your reputation, your customers, focus on those things and stay 10 steps ahead of your competition. Number three, do not hand them the keys. So while we're saying all these things, focus on the right things, your customer, your profitability, your balance sheet. Stay 10 steps ahead, know your customer, create a reputation for yourself, make sure that your brand is being spoken loud and often. Do you just still don't need to hand them the keys? Okay, I want to give you an example. I was re recently talking to an inventory-based business owner and she's very involved, involved in her community. Um, and like many of you, lives in a smaller community, right? So involved in her community and um, she's active you know, just really trying to um, bring more commerce to the community, the small business community. Um, and so she's often asked for advice and counsel and ideas. And she was really willing to share those things. And collaborating is great, but it's not being, it's not reciprocal. Okay. So she's sharing, but no one's sharing with her. So she's sharing ideas. She's sharing solutions to problems. And then she's seeing that a lot of her business concept is being copied, if you will, throughout the community while she's not receiving anything back, right? It's not a two-way street. And so I said, let's stop expending our energy and time on people who are just going to take 
but aren't going to give, we don't need to hand them the keys. Yes, they're still going to walk into your business and look at you, the colors of your wall and how you do things and think that's your secret sauce, even though it's not, it's you, right? But they're going to think that. And so they're going to go back to the drawing board and they're going to copy some of those things. But we don't need to hand them the keys. We don't need to invite them in. Come and look at what I'm doing. Look at my goals. Look at who my customer is. This is how I built my business. We don't need to hand them the keys. We can be wise in the information that we give. We can put ourselves in a good situation with good people, good, safe business owners. We can be involved in a mastermind or a group where there is no competition and there truly is collaboration. We can put ourselves in those positions instead of putting ourselves in the position of handing our competitor the keys. Here's my playbook. Go ahead and copy it. We don't need to do that. Okay. But I want to remind each and every one of you today that when you feel that ugly feeling inside of I've worked so hard and look what's happening, look what they're doing. I want you instead to think this is my opportunity to sharpen my business. This is my opportunity to dial down, to focus on what really matters, to get smart about staying ahead and to hold my information close and only give it out in a safe space with safe people that truly care about my success people that share both directions and really want to collab with you. Okay. That's what I have for you guys today. I want you to stop stressing over uh, what the neighbor's doing. You have no idea what else is going on in their life or their business. Instead, I want you to focus on the right things. I want you to look at the wall. I want you to swim to the wall. I want you to run to the finish line. Do not slow down. Do not look behind you or next to you. Look straight ahead and go win that prize. All right. Okay. I'll see you guys all next time. Bye for now. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you want to dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I want to help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me. I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com.